Hello and welcome, everyone. My name is Matt, and this is Journey to Freedom podcast. This show is all about traveling, financial freedom, success stories, and so much more. In this podcast, I talk with a diverse community of people about their stories from around the world and my own life experiences with traveling and finance. Join me to my weekly series to learn more. Welcome back and happy Friday. If you follow me on social media and in particular Instagram, you know that we have recently just reached over a thousand downloads at Journey to Freedom. For me, it's an amazing milestone, and I'm really grateful for many of you tuning in every Friday. I really wouldn't have been able to do this without your support and my podcast guests. So to celebrate that, I had my first giveaway where one of the lucky winners won one of the best travel books on the market, Ultimate Travel List by Lonely Planet. The book covered over 500 places in the world and has some really amazing photos and tips and it's really great read before booking your trip somewhere in the world. So congrats to Isabella for winning it and continuing to support my work. And if you want to win the next giveaway sometime in the future, make sure to connect with me on Instagram or Patreon to stay up to date. And if you're unfamiliar with Patreon, Patreon is an online page where I share my exclusive content about Journey to Freedom, such as weekly show notes from each episode, personal finance spreadsheets, helpful tips, and advice for traveling the world. So head out to this episode description to find a link to Patreon. And just like always, let's get back to today's episode and talk about an exciting topic of traveling the world as a solo female. We have Sophie Pierce, also known as Third Eye Traveler. Sophie is a full-time solo adventure seeker who has been to over 35 countries around the world. Sophie encourages all travelers, and especially female solo travelers, to explore the world and discover new places. With Sophie, I want to dive deeper into today's topic and ask some of the most important questions when it comes to female solo traveling, tips and advice for those who would like to start their journey and travel the world, and some of the challenges that she has faced during her world adventures. So without a further ado, Sophie, thanks a lot for being here today. I'm super happy to have you on this podcast. Hi there. I'm super happy to be here too. (laughs) Sophie, so let's start with just some of the basic questions and a little bit more information about you for those who aren't familiar with your journey. Um, Could you share with us where did you grow up and, uh, and how was your life kind of before you started the whole idea of the third eye traveler? So I am, my family are originally from Wales, which is a country in the United Kingdom, and I was born in Dorset, but when I was a child, we moved to Swindon here in Wiltshire, and that's where I grew up for the majority of my life. Um, Before I started my blog, I worked in the financial sector, so I was working a lot in a nine-to-five job, and I kind of really got a bit bored of just working the nine-to-five, and that's when I wanted to go on a sabbatical, so I took a break from my job, a six-month break it's something that my company allowed me to do and I went backpacking on a trip around Southeast Asia Australia and New Zealand and that's when I kind of got the travel bug I guess <laughs> I wanted to keep traveling um so I went back to my job uh, in Swindon and an, uh, an opportunity came up to work in India uh, on behalf of the company to do training and to provide uh, corporate training in India and then that's kind of where Third Eye Traveller was born, I guess, when I went to India. So, 
Wow. That's a crazy, that's a crazy story. There's a lot to talk about right here. And how did it happen that you went to India? Um, and then how did you like the experience out there? Cause I know that's a place that it's definitely challenging when it comes to traveling, especially solo. Yeah. So, um, I went on behalf of my company, so they had an opportunity basically to, um, have, we have a lot of offshore operations. So I was working for a bank and we have a lot of companies that work for us out in India. And so there was an opportunity to do some work out there to do some training, cultural awareness training and things like that. And so I was like, wow, it's, it looks pretty cool to go to India. So I got the job, which is awesome. And then uh, a few months later, I sort of moved out into India for over a year. I had an apartment out there and we, you know, I'd go sort of corporate training and then on weekends I'd travel out in India and go to like city breaks and fly out to, you know, different countries, uh, countries, cities and things like that and see just more of India. And I just absolutely fell in love with the country. It was just, although it's a challenge, it was just one of the most amazing experiences ever. So unlike the UK, <laughs> there's no rules. <laughs> I was basically, Near Delhi, so it was in. It's a place called Gagaon, which is in the sort of Delhi NCR, which is like the circle around Delhi. Um, so it wasn't in the city. I kind of was on the outskirts a little bit, but yeah, it's one of the most busy and hectic cities in the world. <laughs> but um, eventually, really get used to like the sound of honking of horns and uh, like going around in the traffic and stuff. And I don't know. I just fell in love with the country, and that's really where my name that I traveler came from and why I wanted to start my blog because you know India is the sort of country of yoga and Hindu and third eyes and chakras and things and I just thought you know what I actually love this country and I want to tell the world about it so that's why I decided to start my blog. <laughs> awesome yeah let's talk a little bit about that as well the third eye traveler the name where it came from because I I get the basic idea where it comes from but let's just talk a little bit more about that and uh, the idea of it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I think I was just trying to think of something that was a little different that didn't no one had at the time. Because the problem is, is when you look for a travel name, like a travel blog name, the problem is, is there's so many travel blogs that you don't have. Uh, you don't know whether you know, your name is available, you always think of an idea. And I guess because I was in India, I just thought, you know, for me, I guess, when I came to India, I kind of almost felt like I had a third eye of where I wanted my life to go with my blog. I wanted to do more travel blogging and sharing my travels, um, especially solo female travels, because I think around India, that was probably one of the most challenging things. And that's kind of where I fell in love with solo female travel. So I thought, well, you know, I am in India. So let's just say, you know, third eye traveler. It's, I know where my path's headed now. So that's why I kind of decided to to do that. And it hasn't failed me since my third eye. So. <laughs> And when did you start that? How many years ago? Oh, so I moved to India in 2016. And I think I started my blog around early 2017. So it's been quite a lot of a big journey. Um, so yeah, I, I think when I think back to my blog in the early stages, it's just, it's quite interesting to think back to how it started in India and, and how it's kind of got uh, how it's become, I guess. Um, you know, I started off 2017 with like zero followers. I didn't have any background in photography. I didn't have any background in sort of website writing or SEO or anything. I just kind of put myself out there, I guess, and just sort of see how it went. Um, and now it's kind of grown to sort of over nearly 150,000 page views every month. So it's been a it's been a really long journey, but I finally feel like things are really kind of coming 
through, I guess, despite the... Congrats. No, that's good. That's really encouraging, honestly, for a lot of people that want to start this. Because I know, I'm sure you know about that too, of course. There's a lot of people who love to travel the world, have their own blog, and start their own travel content. And you're one of the examples that it is actually possible, which is really, really great. If you have the idea, you want to start a blog, just go for it. Like, don't worry if your your first blog post is always going to be bad or your first photo is going to be bad. You know, your first podcast might not be the best, but you just go for it and then you improve with time. And that's, you know, no one ever knows that they're good at something straight yeah. away. Uh, you know, and I think one of the biggest learning points for me was like, just because of my first blog post is bad doesn't mean I'm bad at it. It just means that you need to keep going and just to keep. Um, if you have a passion for it, you just keep going and keep learning, don't you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is exactly what's happening with my with my podcast. I I started this podcast about uh, I would say about four months ago or so, wow. with absolutely no idea what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna you know how much time I have to spend and edit yeah. and connect with people just like you. And right now it's grown to the point where I'm so passionate about it and I have so many ideas for the future and I know that I want to improve it. So I'm pretty sure you have the same idea when it comes to you, right? When it comes to your blog yeah. and Instagram that you want to grow and then you have a certain path where you want to go with it. Yeah. And you have you know, already a thousand followers in four months. That's amazing. Um, really well done. I mean, like this is the thing. Like, it's like you have a passion for it. You just don't know where it's going to go, but you have a passion for it, and that's the most important thing, isn't it? You just go for it, um, and you just go for it regardless. Even if you don't know where you're headed, you just go. And I think that's the thing with the third eye. I just think you just follow your instincts, follow your heart. If you love it, you love to have a passion for it, then you just go for it, <laughs> and that's awesome. I'm, I can't believe you only done it four months ago. Like, this seemed like such a like well-oiled thing. I did thought you'd been doing it for a lot longer. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I have some massive plans for the future. It's just, like you said, it's all about passion and putting some time into it because it takes so much time. People don't really realize, especially for a blog. I honestly don't know how you do it because it looks like it's definitely more work than just podcast. Yeah, I think the, with blogging, it's all about patience. I think this is what I struggle with. My biggest weakness is patience. Like I love, I, I love blogging and things, but it just needs, you just need so much time. And I think it, you know, when I first started, you want everything to come tomorrow, you know, like I think with social media and things, it's all instant gratification and you have like, you know, likes and things and you get kind of like, oh, this is great. With a blog, it just takes so long and you don't realize that it's more of a, what do they say? It's more of a sprint than a race, I guess. You just have to wait for it to kind of take off. And I guess that's the thing is like, I'm, I'm really bad at patience. I'm like a really impatient person. So one of my biggest learning things with a blog is just having the patience and knowing that, you know, if you have the passion for it, don't give up. Just keep going. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's get back to more of the questions that I have for you, especially about the solo traveler, um, solo female traveler, because that's the main idea of this episode, because I know that you've been traveling solo around the world to so many places. And uh, this is one of the reasons why uh, when I saw you on Instagram, I was like, wow, I'd love to have you share a little bit about your experience, uh, because I know, you know, people usually travel in families or maybe friends. And I know that there are some certain places in the world where, you know, it's tough to travel as a solo female. Um, so let's kind of break it down and let's just talk about, uh, you know, your your solo trips. Where have you been as a solo female traveler? So I first went to India and I've also been to Sri Lanka, Nepal, Egypt and Jordan solo. Um, and I've also been to sort of Prague, Budapest, Paris. And I, I usually travel alone now. That's the way I like to do it. I think like especially for blogging, I find it a lot easier to go on my own schedule and you kind of almost get a bit um 
I don't know, addicted to solo travel. It sounds really weird. Like once you've been solo and you kind of love doing your own schedule, doing your own thing, it's kind of hard then to travel with others because you're kind of, you're so used to doing your own thing and getting up when you want and doing the attractions that you'd like to do on your own that when <laughs> that when you start to travel with others it's like oh yeah I've got to like remember that other people <laughs> don't want to get up at sunrise every day for photos and things like that <laughs> so yeah I know I know what you mean because I usually travel either with my friends sometimes my parents I did a few solo trips and I don't want to say that they were like the best ones, but those are the ones that, like you said, you make your own schedule. You know when you're going to wake up. You know where you want to go. If you want to stay in a certain place for 30 minutes, it's fine. If you want to just grab lunch at this certain place, you just go for it. So it's you make yeah. your own schedule pretty much. So I, I know what you mean. Yeah, and it's just nice, isn't it? Because you just do what you'd like to do. And it's just one of those things that I just think, and also I find that because solo travel is quite challenging sometimes, you know, you have to be responsible for everything. You haven't got to rely on anyone or anything. I think those things, they, they solo travel really kind of challenges you. And then it, it, I don't know, it kind of feels liberating to me to do my own thing. And also I find that, you know, you develop that resilience that you wouldn't normally have if you were with others and things like that. So for me, I always find that solo travel is like learning as much as it is sort of having fun and doing your own schedule. Yeah, definitely. And then, I mean, those are like the benefits. Definitely, there's a lot of good things when it comes to solo traveling. But I know that there is much more like challenges, especially for a female traveler. Um, what would you say were some of your biggest challenges when it comes to traveling in certain places of the world? I find that one of the biggest challenges for me is, uh, as a so many female travelers, um, sometimes dealing with uh, men abroad. I think that that can be one of the, the biggest challenges, especially in places like India or Egypt. I find that there's a lot of unwelcome attention, let's just say. Um, but I think like if you do your research and you prepare for that and you also follow sort of the rules of the country, I guess, you know, knowing you're going to travel to a more conservative country and um, you just don't wear things like short dresses and skirts and things like that, you just make sure that you're kind of following, I guess, the rules of code for that country. Um, and I find some of the, like, these things don't ruin my day. Like if someone's going to, you know, heckle me or catcall me, those things don't really ruin my day. Um, and I wouldn't, I, but I would say it's a challenge. It's something that you have to kind of prepare for. And there's all sorts of things that you can do, like, you know, pretending you wear a ring on your finger and, and obviously making sure you don't travel out really late at night alone, um, taking public transport at night, things like that. So I think like that is one of my biggest challenges. And um, when it comes to safety, it's like making sure that, you know, you're um, that you're just taking it safe and being cautious at all times. I think that can be quite a, quite an issue, especially if you have like valuables or you're you're alone. It's just about making sure that you um, are very cautious with how you travel and, and preparing for that, planning for that, I guess. I just have a question. I'm just just curious. When you travel, do you have any some sort of maybe a pepper spray or anything like that when you cause when you travel solo or not necessarily in those places? I've never I've never carried pepper spray. I've never I mean, I know that there's lots of advice to carry like rape alarms and pepper sprays and things like that. But I've never done that. I've always just kind of been very, I guess I just kind of very firm. <laughs> and just say like, if I'm if I have unwanted attention, I'm just very kind of like, you know, don't I, I, I will I'm not afraid to say you know no I think that's the problem is like sometimes it might not be that they that person intends to make you feel uncomfortable it just might be that that is how 
I don't know that maybe it's like how their culture works or how how, how they you know aren't perceiving themselves uh, of how that they come up to you and speak to you um or, or maybe they make you kind of feel uncomfortable by getting very close or gathering around you and things like that and you just have to be very confident to say look you know stop surrounding me or be very like communication and just say like you're making me feel uncomfortable now like please back off um because I've had a few incidences where I've been sort of followed um and things like that and and those sort of things can sort of put you off traveling again I think again it's like with social media I used to post on Instagram a lot when I was traveling and now I kind of don't post until I've left a place I'm kind of a few days ahead just for safety and security and I know that sounds you know, I'm not like a celebrity or anything, but sometimes you do get those kind of, <laughs> you get those kind of um, situations that can be quite scary if you're traveling alone. You've got to think ahead of how you can uh, make sure that you're safe. I love it. I love, those are like really good tips, especially for people that don't really travel a lot or they would love to travel solo. Um, if they're female or male, doesn't matter. It's really about traveling safely and being smart about it right it sounds like this is the most important thing that you are able to do especially places like uh from my own perspective and my experience uh, like egypt or israel or um any like maybe even sri lanka i'm not so sure but i'm sure that you've been to some places where you would not maybe necessarily recommend someone going alone yeah and i think you know it's all about sort of meeting you can you don't have to just because you travel alone doesn't mean you have to travel by yourself you could go solo and go to hostels and meet other travelers you could go on group trips i find that sometimes if i if i find that the location i'm going to i'm feeling a bit anxious i might book a group trip um you know like a tour or something like that so that you you have people that you can travel with um and i find that you know just because you travel a solo doesn't mean you always have to travel alone you don't have to be alone if you don't want to i think you can always join other people for a tour you could always meet other people in hostels or meet other travelers and like that but i think the, the one thing that i always find is that the world isn't like a scary place there's never i don't like to see that there's any bad countries or countries that you should avoid it's just about planning your travel right and being open to meeting people as well I think so many people travel to places like India and they instantly put their guard up and they're thinking I'm going to get ripped off or I'm going to get attacked or something's going to get stolen and I mean I lived I've traveled around India for two years and no one's ever I mean I've left things by accident in cafes like no one's ever stolen anything from me and I know that's probably not a very good <laughs> very good advice but I just find it's about being open and kind and having an open heart to where you're traveling as well. Understanding that there's, you know, you're you're not in your own country now. You're in their country. It's their rules and their culture. And so you have to either, you know, sometimes just accept that places are different. Come with an open heart, but then also be like, just travel consciously and make sure that you're planning. Make sure that you're, you know, and also enjoying it don't always set yourself up for some scary thing always come like open to enjoy where you are and like and and just being like meeting people and and traveling well because although it can be scary when you travel alone or it can be scary if you're traveling to a place that's deemed um unsafe um it's all about you know experiencing it for yourself yeah and it's a different experience when you travel solo and when you travel with others completely different right completely different yeah it, it is because you you are your own 
you only rely on yourself so it's kind of like if you get lost then you have to sort that out if you if you you know you you have to be responsible for yourself you have to travel and I find that you know for me personally think I try to come with an open mind an open heart but also as I say I'm very very conscious that I like to try and travel and just be very careful where I am or if if it is you know is place that I deem that I and but also like you know everyone has their own limits everyone has their own ways that they are are, are comfortable with so you know you always if you are not unco- if you are not comfortable in a situation just say no and that is absolutely fine you don't have to justify yourself of why you're uncomfortable if you feel uncomfortable you feel like someone's made you feel uncomfortable that's fine you know you have your limit you say no and I'm I'm uncomfortable now I'm going to get out of the situation I think that's the thing everyone has their own different comfort levels and you know some people would find Israel quite safe whereas some people would find that they are very dangerous so it's all about perspective as well and and how and how a country portrays that country to the media as well like you think about it every country's media portrays a country in a different way um so it's all just about making sure you're conscious of where you are doing your research and then you know being within your limits and traveling consciously and safely making sure that you plan ahead (laughs) great tips i love it seriously really really solid tips i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna put all the information on the patreon with all the uh show notes that i put on a weekly basis so people can get that information as well um and then let's get back a little bit to your um, third eye traveler uh, you know, a little bit maybe blog and then Instagram as well. Because like, like you mentioned before, you were not really into photography uh, like a long time ago. But recently when I visited your page, you have some really amazing photos out there. So I just <laughs> want to talk about that as well. Yeah, so I'm a self-taught photographer um, and mainly I take them by myself and it was completely self-taught. I just thought, you know, when I, I have these sort of um really bad photos of me with my selfie stick like when I first started doing solo travel I'd kind of go around with one of those sort of monopod things and I have my phone connected to it and they were great at first but then obviously at one point you don't want to take selfies all the time you want to make sure it looks like someone's taking a photo of you but you're doing it by yourself and it's one of the challenges I felt like I had to face as a solo travel like how could I get photos of me when I'm traveling alone because I think that was my one thing it sounds sad but it's like photos or it didn't happen right like if you book travel you want to take photos and you'd like photos of you in that location so I essentially just researched how I could do it with the tripod and that's how I started to um take photos of myself and I basically have a um bluetooth shutter on my phone so essentially I set up my camera it runs on a bluetooth and then I have an app on my phone where I just press it and I can see what I look like on the photo. And then I just click. And those sort of things. I mean, the only thing, you know, it takes a little of getting used to because it does look a bit strange. And, you know, you know, you're always a bit conscious of people staring at you or like seeing what you're up to or, you know, being featured on one of these influencers on the wild kind of accounts and things because everyone's you know, taking the photos and doing TikToks now. But I think more and more, tripods or recording yourself is becoming more common and I think people are just used to seeing it now um but yeah I find that the the biggest challenge for me as a solo travel blogger was trying to find out a way to take photos of myself and so doing that and then you just get better at it with time I think it just takes practice and once you get into it it's just it gets really really easy and convenient um and it just means that I get the photos of my trip but I don't need to 
ask a tourist to take them because I'm always conscious that you know I don't want to take up time in someone's day to take photos of really vain pictures of me yeah. looking into the distance and being all cozy for Instagram so I thought well if I take my own um I won't have to bother those people and also imagine you get up at sunrise most of the time when I get to locations there's no one there so I couldn't rely on someone to take a photo of me and I just thought you know I'll just take my my own and then you know it's been a great experience because you also learn about photography um, and self-portrait photography is becoming more and more popular now which is good I'm, I'm loving it <laughs> Yeah, it definitely is. And then I've noticed that, you know, when I travel, I guess I usually travel with friends or family, but then sometimes I do those solo trips. And this is definitely one of the challenges that I can really relate to. And uh, I've recently purchased a drone. It's been about actually a year and a half. Um, and the drone photography right now is this whole idea of, you know, that it can take photos for your, for you and then it can do videos. Uh, when you're doing solo trips, this is definitely a good, uh, good idea to do that as well. It can give, give you to a definitely a different level I would say yeah I've loved I'd love to fly a drone I'm just always so afraid of breaking it. I'm just I've never owned one of those like toy cars or planes or anything like that and I know that they're kind of similar remotes and things and I just think I just I don't know I, I would absolutely love it I think it would really take it yeah. to the next level wouldn't it especially with the way that Instagram's going with like it becoming more of a video place platform and I think that taking your own videos is always yeah is always a bit of a challenge because you don't get the movement that you get with someone videoing you I guess um you can do it in sort of post I guess and do sort of effects and swipes and all these sort of what are the transitions that people do and stuff like that but I think a, a drone would be a really good uh really good thing so you have to give some tips <laughs> yeah I will I will next time I'll share some more information about it <laughs> yeah it sounds really cool like um but because of course you'd have to hold the remote and things like that so I guess you just kind of hide the fact that you've got the you gotta either hide it yeah when you're traveling so either hide it or when you can do a it's gonna automatically record you or take photos so you put it yeah oh, <laughs> you actually put it on the ground and you pretend that it's not there and then it just does it for you so wow. a little bit different i'm definitely gonna have to look into that yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's a cool cool toy i would say and like you said it can definitely level up your uh your photography skills people are gonna see it in a different way yeah, I think a lot of couples now use sort of tripods to take photos of both of them as well. I think that I think we're going to see it more and more. I think when I first started, it was around like there was a lots of photographers, but I think it's gone on there, especially with the introduction of TikTok. So TikTok wasn't around when I first started my blog, and now I mean I see people setting up their phones to record themselves everywhere, and it's kind of just becoming a lot more commonplace. I think. Um, which yeah. is good I think it's great like people are creative and they're not embarrassed to be creative and they just you know you want to do what they want to do which is exactly awesome. <laughs> exactly exactly um, one of the last questions that I have for you is about for people that would like to go on their first solo trip let's just say you know people usually travel uh, in like couples or families but they would love to go explore somewhere and you just as a solo traveler what would be what would be your one or two or three of like the most important tips you would you would want to share with them so i would definitely opt for a place like you don't have to travel to a different country to travel alone first so if you are really really nervous go to a city for the day on your own to get used to the fact that you'll be on your own and um, eating alone in cafes and things like that i think that can be a really great way to sort of ease your way into solo travel just to like go to a even if it's just a town like your own town by yourself then you could kind of 
put it in. Like I stupidly went in the deep end and I traveled to Morocco as my first solo travel trip. That's the thing I was about to say. So I actually went to Morocco on my own as a female traveler. And I just think like, I really kind of went in the deep end with it. Um, and so, you know, of course you could do that, but I just mean that if you are really nervous and you've never done it before and you, you're kind of worried about either what people think or you're worried that you'll get bored or you won't enjoy it, just go out for the day to a city on your own and then just see if you're going to enjoy it. If you do, then you can then maybe bridge onto a weekend or go away. You don't feel like you have to go right away. I'm in, I'm solo and I'm going to make it work and I'm going to enjoy it because you might find that you don't enjoy it and you do tra- tra- enjoy traveling um, with other people more. Um, second, I would definitely make sure that you have a plan. I think that that's another thing that I find, you know, when I talked about solo female when I talk about solo female travel with my friends they always say I think I'm going to get bored I won't know what to do and I'm just gonna probably sit in a pub and and not do anything all day and I said well have a plan like have an activity list so you could you know have a look on uh, the way I usually plan my trips is I have a look on Pinterest or I go on to you know like everyone TripAdvisor I have a look at things to do in that city or that place and then I plan my days around that and you know filling up your day with really fun things that you like to do and having a kind of you don't have to be very strict but just an idea of some things that you could do can really kind of um give yourself some structure so you're not doing things just you you won't get bored then alone and three just don't be afraid at all no one is looking at you no one knows you're on your own no one knows you know live life for you and don't think about what other people think if you know I used to feel like people felt sorry for me in restaurants and things because I was on my own or was she waiting for someone and now I just don't care I just think I want to go to this place I want to enjoy it do you do what you like and love because you know you've only got yourself at the end of the day go where you want do what you want and don't don't care what other people think I think that's exactly. the thing yeah don't worry if you have to go to a restaurant and just have a table for one it's all right it's exactly fine. like I I think I've always eaten alone I think that's the one thing people always get stuck on is oh I'd have to eat alone in restaurants and they're like yeah that's fine <laughs> and it's great and actually sometimes having like a dinner date with yourself is perfect because you just get to order dessert and no one judges you at all like you can eat what you want <laughs> No one's going to judge you. No one's going to judge you. And when they, when they ask for dessert and you want one and no one else does, you're like, yeah, actually I do. And there's no one here not having dessert. So it's great. You know, I, I've been, you know, I, I went to Paris and I had uh, dinner on top of the Eiffel Tower by myself. And I kind of thought that was the ultimate like singleton. Like, yes, I did this by myself. I don't have to have, you know, like a romantic dinner up there. I can do it by myself. It's fine. <laughs> That's uh, funny. I like it. I love it. This is cool. Okay, Sophie, the last question that I have for you, what are your plans for the future when it comes to either the brand or personal or travel, which I know it's a little bit of a challenge right now, but what's what's going on in the next few months or maybe years for you? So for me at the moment, I'm concentrating more on UK travel. I think that's what a lot of UK travel bloggers are doing right now, especially with a lot of the, in the UK, we have a traffic like system and it's quite hard to navigate what's green, what's amber and quarantines and flights and things. So for me, I absolutely love my country in the UK. It's one of the most beautiful countries in the world. And I think I've really fallen back in love with it this year, especially with the pandemic and things. I think it just really, for me, I feel like I've just got so much more of the country to discover. So 
my general plan is that I'm going to be writing more and more about my country and then advertising some of the cool places like for example this weekend I went to the Peak District I did lots of walks and things and I just absolutely love like UK travel so that's for the foreseeable but I'm really hoping that either this year or next year like later in the year I will be able to get back on a flight (laughs) it's been I think I think the last time I got on a flight was November 2019 so it's a long time since I've got on a plane yeah (laughs) Um, yeah but I mean for me at the moment mostly I concentrate on SEO so blogging and that's my passion writing and taking photos so that's what I do at the moment um I should get back on Instagram because I do love sharing videos and I do love sharing my travels that way I just haven't been on it in a long time um but yeah, my blog is where everyone can sort of follow my adventures and um, and that's where I give most of my travel tips and advice for solo female travellers and, you know, travel tips and destination guides and things like that. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Where people can find you online uh, when it comes to Instagram or social media or blog. Yeah, so I have a blog. It's HTTPS com. And then also I have uh, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, all of those accounts under the same handle. So at Third Eye Traveller. Um, but at the moment, I'm not on Instagram. I plan to come back. But at the moment, the way you can follow my adventures is on my blog, which is my baby. And it's, you know, as I said, I, I go where my passion is. And I think that at the moment, I absolutely love writing articles and, and sharing their sort of travel guides and destinations with people. So, yeah, you can follow me there. <laughs> All right, fabulous, Sophie. I feel like we can talk and talk and talk for hours, <laughs> which is which is really great. Which is really great. I would love to bring you on the show in the near future. I would talk about some of the places or more tips or things that's definitely useful because I know you travel. I've been traveling a little bit too around the world, and uh, you know there are so many people that would love to travel. Or they haven't really been anywhere, or maybe they haven't traveled solo. Um, so let's talk about it. Let's reconnect uh, one more time in the future and, and have a chat about that again. Definitely. I think, you know, it's just about easing your way in and just, you know, not feeling like you have to jump right in the deep end. Just, you know, even, as I said, go explore your own country or your own hometown um, by yourself. And if you feel comfortable doing that, that's perfect. And then you can kind of move up. You don't always have to go straight away um, right in the deep end like I did. <laughs> But yeah, definitely, I'd love to reconnect um, and answer more questions if anyone has any more questions about solo female travel and how to navigate the world on your own. Great, perfect. Sophie, thank you so much for being here. We'll talk soon for sure. Good luck with everything and have a great day, okay? Thank you. Yep, I'll see you later. Bye. Thanks a lot for joining the podcast. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and also let your friends and family know about Journey to Freedom. Also, consider supporting me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash journey to freedom. Patreon is a membership platform that allows you to connect with me on -on one-on-one basis. It's a place where I share exclusive content such as personal spreadsheets, traveling tips and advice, and of course, show notes from every single episode. It's a place where you can find a lot of insightful links, files, and so much more. Thanks a lot for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.